Welcome to Global Maritime News, the podcast, bringing you the most impactful news reports and analysis across the global shipping and supply chain industry over the past half week. I'm Levine, your host, and as of Wednesday, the 26th of January, 5 p.m. Singapore time, these are the major stories. Eastern Pacific Shipping says no to coal with their no-coal cargo policy being the first major ship owner to do so. Another shipping line, Mediterranean Shipping Company, is foraying into the skies as they join Lufthansa in bidding for Italy's flagship airline. And Maersk is set to tackle air pollution at ports with ship charging buoys through the world's first full-scale offshore charging venture. And some unfortunate news for ship owners, high bunker bills are here to stay as global oil prices continue to stay sky high. Later in the podcast, hear about how the future has arrived with the world's first successful sea trial of an autonomous sailing commercial container ship. Eastern Pacific Shipping says no to coal with their no coal cargo policy. With this, the Eden Offer Controlled EPS cements their move to no longer carry coal as cargo on any of its commercially managed vessels. EPS added that this policy aims to send a clear message to the entire shipping industry that decarbonization isn't exclusive to ship engine emissions, but instead is what their ships transport and the trade that they're facilitating that also matters. With a significant portion of EPS's commercially managed fleet in the dry bulk segment, by no longer transporting coal cargo, EPS hopes that they can play a role in making coal one of the world's worst pollutants harder to access, and making greener alternatives more attractive. Believed to be the world's first major ship owner to ban coal on its fleet, this move comes as the shipping industry finds itself increasingly at risk, as financial backers are looking to clean up their businesses by avoiding the world's dirtiest fossil fuels. This is especially after six European companies, representing more than 5% of the dry bulk industry's estimated annual 16 billion US dollar capital financing requirements, told Reuters last November that they were either reducing their exposure to coal transporting vessels or were considering doing so. Next up, MSC is foraying into the skies as they join Lufthansa in bidding for Italy's flagship airline. The Ponte family-controlled Mediterranean shipping company group, MSC, has partnered with Lufthansa of Germany to acquire a majority stake in Alitalia's successor, ITA Airways. MSC Group and the German airline are attempting to acquire a majority stake in ITA, with both parties requesting that the Italian government retain a minority stake. The prospective buyers have requested a 90-day exclusivity period to conduct negotiations. The ITA has stated that the airline's board of directors will review the details of the expression of interest at a future board of directors meeting. Explaining their interest in state-run ITA, MSC Group shared that they were driven by the possibility of activating positive synergies in both the cargo and the passenger sector. The move by MSC Group, which is the parent organization of container ship giant Mediterranean Shipping Company and MSC Cruises, follows in the footsteps of other liner giants including Maersk and CMA CGM that have invested in airplanes as container shipping operators are earning record profits. Back in November 2021, Maersk bought German freight forwarder Senator International and expanded its air freighter fleet by five planes. 
At the time, Maersk shared that air freight is a crucial enabler of flexibility and agility in global supply chains, as it allows companies to tackle time-critical supply chain challenges and provides transport mode options for high-value cargo. As such, to better cater to customers' needs, Maersk aimed to increase its presence in the global air cargo industry. Speaking of Maersk, the Danish company is set to tackle air pollution at ports with ship charging buoys. Maersk is launching the world's first full-scale offshore charging venture that will allow vessels to power themselves with electricity instead of fossil fuels while waiting outside ports. This will help in maritime decarbonization and tackle toxic emissions generated from ships idling outside of ports waiting to discharge. Stillstrom, a new company owned by Maersk Supply Service, MSS, has developed technology that will allow vessels to charge while moored to a buoy connected to land by a transmission line. The group hopes to install 3 to 10 of these buoys at up to 100 ports worldwide by 2028, thus reducing carbon emissions by up to 5 million tons per year while also reducing noise pollution. The first commercial-scale buoy will be installed in the third quarter of this year at an offshore wind farm operated by Orsted. Tests will last six to nine months, followed by a commercial rollout worldwide, and the company is already in discussions with a number of ports. According to MSS, the charging buoy is large enough to charge service operation vessel-sized batteries or hybrid electric vessels. The charging buoy can be scaled and adapted to provide power to larger vessels, allowing vessels of all sizes to turn off their engines when stationary. This project announcement comes after Maersk pledged earlier this month to make its business carbon neutral by 2040. Now, unfortunately for ship owners, high bunker bills are here to stay as global oil prices continue to stay high. The price for VLSFO bunker fuel in Singapore has jumped 6% so far this year from 640 US dollars per ton to 680 yesterday. Reasons for the record high bunker prices lie more with the fundamentals of the underlying crude oil market than any surge in marine fuel oil demand. On Tuesday, crude oil prices rose more than 2% over fears that supplies could be disrupted as a result of Ukraine-Russia tensions, infrastructure threats in the UAE, and OPEC Plus's struggles to meet its monthly output increase target. Energy prices have been a major contributor to the highest inflation in a generation, as the price of a barrel of U.S. benchmark crude oil has recently reached a seven-year high of $87 per barrel. This is a stark increase of 36% since December 1st, 2021. Evaluating the situation, Randy Givens, Senior Vice President of Equity Research at Investment Bank Jefferies, shared that elevated bunker prices are here to stay, and the VLSFO-HSFO fuel spread is likely to remain wide, which can be good for scrubbers. He added that they expect high bunker prices to keep the average speeds of vessels relatively low as vessels switch to slow steaming to reduce bunker consumption. So why are high bunker prices a big issue? Well, bunker costs remain the single most significant cost item for owners and operators. So as bunker costs remain high or continue to climb even higher, it means that each voyage completed will cost more in total due to more bunker costs. 
As such, overall transport costs will rise, leading to higher prices for many goods, as the cost of transportation will be factored into the final price for consumers. And this is also known as cost push inflation. Over in the technology sphere, the future has arrived with the world's first successful sea trial of autonomous sailing of a commercial container ship. Mitsui OSK Lines Limited announced yesterday that along with their two group companies and consortium partners, they have successfully completed the world's first sea trial of unmanned ship operations. This occurred on the 24th and 25th of January between ports within Japan as part of the Nippon Foundation's unmanned ship project, Maguri 2040. The 194TU Mikage moored automatically today, Wednesday, at Sakai Port using a drone after departing from Suruga Port a few hundred miles away yesterday. Imoto Lines, Japan's largest domestic feeder operator, owns the ship, while Mitsui OSK Lines MOL is a major shareholder. All of Japan's major shipping lines are investing heavily in the development of autonomous technology. For instance, back in August last year, Mitsui OSK Lines were looking into installing remotely controlled robots on some of its ships. Mitsui signed an MOU with Melton MMI to deploy remotely controlled robots in ocean shipping operations. According to MOL, the need to deploy new technologies such as autonomous navigation and remote control was becoming more important for the shipping industry. This is especially since shipping was trying to deal with a number of issues, including preventing maritime accidents and improving the security of operations. And one more story before we go. In this week's earlier episode on Monday, we excitedly covered the news about the latest draft report of the EU's emissions trading system that included a number of ambitious amendments to the ETS for the maritime sector. And how, if agreed upon, these new changes will put additional pressure on the maritime industry to transition to cleaner fuels sooner than previously planned, and how the new proposal included language that increases charterers' liability for emission costs. There were further developments earlier this week as organizations representing both European ship owners and ports voiced their disapproval with sections of the new proposals for the EU's pending legislation. First released in July 2021, this proposal has been controversial, with the World Shipping Council now saying that the latest amendments would corrupt the ETS, while the European Seaports Organization says the effectiveness of the original policy would be undermined by the proposed changes. Shipping is set to be included in the EU ETS from next year onward, and the trading bloc's institutions are currently in talks to finalize legislation to that effect. And that is all for now. If you want to comment on this podcast and the topics we have covered, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Global Maritime News, or send us an email. The address is maritimenewspodcast at gmail.com. I'm Levine Tan, your host, and until next time, goodbye.